Hi, I'm David Rothkopf, the CEO of the DSR Network and host of the Deep State Radio podcast. Here at DSR, we have always believed that in a world as complex, fast-moving, and full of risks as ours, we all need access to the best minds. That is why we have created the leading network for expert podcasts on the issues of the day you care about. We go in-depth on politics, the law, national security, foreign policy, intelligence, defense, climate, and new technologies with regular and special guests that are the leading voices in their fields. We also offer daily updates on global news, our DSR Daily, and on a key story of the day through our partnership with the New Republic. That is why over a million times a month, people like you choose to spend time with our hosts and guests. Membership is what supports this, and members get special benefits, including bonus content in virtually all of our podcasts. It's a big deal, and it's a good deal. Our monthly membership price is going to go up for the first time in our history on March 1st. So now is the time you can lock in our founder's rate of just $5 a month. To do so, go to the dsrnetwork.com and click on membership. It's that easy, but don't delay. Today's rates will only be available for a few more weeks. Join us, support us. Go to the dsrnetwork.com right now. Thank you. Hello and welcome to the Monday edition of the DSR Daily. I am one of your co-hosts for today, Riley Fessler, joined as always by Chris Cottonoir. Chris, how are you today? Great. Thank you, Riley. Great. Well, Chris, what do you have for your first story? First story, uh, the United States following a deadly attack on U.S. troops in Jordan uh, plans to continue targeting Iran-aligned groups in the Middle East, as stated by the White House National Security Advisor Jake Sullivan. These strikes are part of a broader response to regional aggression, and they've targeted factions in Iraq, Syria, and Yemen, including 36 Houthi positions in Yemen. The Biden administration, while escalating military actions, seeks to avoid direct confrontation with Iran, emphasizing a measured response to protect U.S. forces without seeking a wider war. The stance is amid diplomatic efforts, including Secretary of State Blinken's regional visit, aimed at fostering a ceasefire in Gaza and advancing U.S.-Saudi-Israel normalization talks. The strikes have prompted vows of retaliation from targeted groups, highlighting the complex dynamics of regional conflicts and U.S. efforts to navigate these challenges without escalating to direct conflict with Iran. Well, Zelensky confirmed a story we covered last week um, about possibly firing a top general. Uh, He did uh, confirm that he is considering a significant leadership overhaul, including uh, possibly dismissing General Valery Zaluzhny, Uh, which is the country's top military officer. And he says that this is to ensure that the leadership remains committed to victory. Um, I think kind of the implication there is he uh, does not agree with his solution. kind of uh, prognosis of the conflict so far. 
Um, but this has been problematic for Zelensky, given that he, Zeluzhny is widely considered a war hero in the country. Um, so when this news first broke, uh, we, you saw a lot of people kind of criticize Zelensky and break ranks and support Zeluzhny. Um, so while this isn't definitive yet, uh, it does seem like it's something that is being strongly considered. So it's something to keep an eye on in Ukraine. And unfortunately, Russia has kind of celebrated this news um, as they view it as kind of a growing rift. But we'll see if Zelensky stays the course or if uh, he'll kind of backtrack and keep Zeluzhny in, in command. Chris? Uh, the Biden administration are busy these days. Um, they're sending a high-level Treasury Department delegation to Beijing for economic talks, aiming to address issues like China's non-market practices, industrial overcapacity, and sovereign debt burdens. The discussions are part of continued engagement efforts agreed upon by President Biden and President Xi Jinping and they'll also cover the macroeconomic outlooks of both nations, climate change, and investment screening programs. The visit's being led by Undersecretary Jay Shambaugh, and it's the first meeting in Beijing of the Economic Working Group established last September. It follows Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen's trip last summer and could lead her to a second visit. The dialogue seeks to prevent misunderstandings from escalating into economic warfare despite ongoing concerns over China's economic practices and the U.S.'s efforts to diversify supply chains away from China. Riley? So kind of big presidential election in El Salvador, uh, not because the result was surprising, uh, but given the president in question, Nayib Bukele, uh, he is widely considered uh, a threat to democracy in El Salvador, but he is immensely popular and that was on full display in his Sunday victory, which was a trouncing of his opponents. The provisional results showed uh, 83% of the vote captured by Bukele. Um, so, I mean, clearly he has wide support. Uh, he's expected, uh, or at least his New Ideas Party is expected to win almost all of the 60 seats in the country's legislative body. Um, and the fear here is that Bukele is going to use this as a, as a way to kind of consolidate power and become essentially a dictator. Um, he was not really supposed to run for a second term in the first place, but did so regardless. Um, and his popularity comes from his very, very strong response to crime in the country, uh, including uh, imprisoning and arresting 75,000 Salvadorans uh, without charges uh, as a campaign against gang violence in the country, which is obviously cause for concern, but the people of the country have celebrated this clearly by this uh, referendum on his administration um, and want to see more despite the fact that the economy is struggling. Uh, the security has taken priority for Salvadorans, it seems, based on this election result. So we'll see what happens next in the country and if that democratic backslide is something to watch and be aware of moving forward. Chris? U.S. Senators propose a bipartisan bill aimed at addressing illegal immigration at the U.S.-Mexico border by implementing stricter border control measures while also providing new aid to Ukraine and Israel. The bill facing opposition from House Republicans and uncertain support from some Democrats seeks to manage record high border crossings, a significant issue for President Biden, 
It includes $60 billion in aid for Ukraine, $14 billion for Israel, and proposes a system shift from catch and release to detainment and deportation for migrants, crossing the threshold of 5,000 in a week. Despite the bill's introduction as a significant legislative effort to overhaul immigration policy since the 1980s, its future is uncertain due to strong Republican demands for even stricter asylum restrictions and the influence of former President Trump, who has called for the bill's defeat. Riley. So more election news uh, this time in Senegal and It is widely considered Africa's most stable democracy. It's one of the countries that has never had a coup and has almost always had peaceful transitions of power. Um, But that is under threat uh, with this new election uh, that is upcoming as the president has made the decision to delay the election. Um, And his reasoning is that several uh, notable candidates uh, have been rejected from the ballot, which is pretty dramatically affecting the electoral landscape. Um, but his critics say that the president does not hold this power. The Constitution uh, affords that ability to the constitutional um, committee in the country. Um, so we've seen a wide protest in Dakar uh, over this. Um, international institutions have kind of condemned it, or not so much condemned it as called for the election to take place as soon as possible. Um, so... It's sad to see that this is happening in one of Africa's most stable democracies, as I said. Um, we'll see what happens. The current president, Macky Sall, who made this decision, is not running for re-election. Um, so it's not a matter of him you know, trying to secure another term illicitly. Uh, but it is seen by his opponents as him trying to kind of stretch his administration on as much as possible. So it's something to keep an eye on. Um, hopefully it is resolved peacefully. Um, and the transition of power can take place smoothly, but um, it is a precarious situation that I would encourage everyone to keep an eye on in the news. Chris, any final words before we say goodbye? Uh, No, sir. Oh, wait, actually, I do have one final word, which I'm sure will be thrilling for the uh, masses. Uh, The World Cup final has been announced, and it will take place in... New Jersey. Oh my God! What what a what a location! I would also like to call attention to the fact that Taylor Swift cleaned house at the Grammys last night, which I'm sure conservative commentators are going to be in meltdown mode over the next couple of days about, and see this as clear evidence that the New World Order is propping up Taylor Swift once again. So I'm, I can't wait to see those videos. Uh, that is what I'm going to be looking forward to on Twitter over the next couple of days. But until then, thank you all for listening. We have plenty of shows for you this week, both our DSR Daily, the Daily Blast, and our regularly scheduled programs. So please tune in for those and more. Until then, bye-bye.